Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends, and happy new year. Welcome to 2021. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and it's such a pleasure to be here with you all today. So it's kind of strange, everyone, because as I record this episode, it is not yet 2021. I am recording this before I go on leave for you all so that you have this beautiful episode to dive into. And so I have not finished my 31-day end-of-year process, which helps to prepare me for the new year ahead. And so it's kind of fun to think that I'm recording this in the now in 2020, feeling into the energy of 2021, but not yet really being there. So alas, we meet here in 2021. So to kick us all off for a new year that is aligned with who we truly are, I wanted to bring on a special guest to talk about a topic that I've recently been curious about, and that is Gene Keys. So Gene Keys is a complementary system to human design, and it's a way of better understanding ourselves, just like astrology and human design. It's also a system that is actually related to human design. So it's sort of a sister system. And it's so beautiful because we have the perfect person on the podcast today to tell us all about it. Our guest is Ashley Prull, and Ashley is an intuitive coach, energy shifter, holistic beauty therapist, and healer. And she empowers women to step into their feminine essence and claim their power and desires. Ashley integrates human design, gene keys, and shadow work into her unique style of coaching to create lasting shifts in her clients. Ashley also happens to be one of my incredible clients who I worked with at the beginning of 2020. And so I have had the pleasure of getting to know her deeply and really understanding her incredible business. Ashley is a manifesting generator and she's such a beautiful example of a woman embodying her human design. Her business is Citrine Skin and Soul, and I'm so excited for you to learn more about Ashley's business journey and to learn and discover this system of gene keys. Now, I did my little chart online and got my gene key profile, and I looked into one aspect of the profile and I was blown away. It resonated with me so deeply. It was all about my life's purpose and the way that I get there, and it really, really, really resonated. And this is what I love about human design. And so I was really, really eager to explore more about Gene Keys, knowing that these beautiful systems are connected. So we're going to learn more about this today with our conversation with Ashley. And I just want to say that I wish all of you a beautiful, wonderful, expansive year ahead that really allows you to embody who you are at the core of your being and feel confident and empowered showing up in the world and in your business, truly being yourself. All right, everybody, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode with Ashley. Hey, Ashley, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Letitia, for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you here as well. And I'm so excited to learn more about your beautiful story and to dive into all things Gene Keys with you today. (laughs) 
To get us started, can you let our beautiful listeners know a little bit about who you are and who you serve in the world today? Sure. Um, My name is Ashley and I own a business called Citrine Skin and Soul. And I serve the mystic, the modern mystic woman that is just searching for therapies, skin therapies, beauty therapies, soul therapies, um, and just wanting to step into their their next level. So uh, I incorporate in-person services, beauty services, and also coaching that really blends feminine energy, gene keys, and human design. Mm. Oh my gosh. I love the sound of this. And I, lo- I just love the blend of everything and also the modern mystic woman. That's super, super cool. So Ashley, can you share with our listeners a little bit about how you got to be doing this work that you're doing in the world today? Well, I think I, I mean, I grew up being exposed to kind of holistic therapies and things like that from my mother. And it kind of stuck with me. But as I, I grew up, I had a lot of different careers and jobs that just never seemed to light me up. And quite a few years ago, I was actually in uh, the financial services industry, working a lot of hours, the money was amazing, but I just didn't feel like it was meant for me. So I decided to take some time off and figure out what I was going to do next. I always had this desire to be an entrepreneur, to work for myself, but I wasn't sure how that was going to look like. So I I dove into multiple courses and things like that, hoping that something would just pop out. The manifesting generator in me just decided to, to, to jump in, but nothing seemed to call me. Um, so I actually started, um, trying to find holistic skincare therapies more for myself because I've always struggled with my skin and I happened to stumble upon this woman that was teaching modern, modern and ancient traditional therapies and this whole wellness approach that I've never really heard of before. And we just clicked and I started taking courses with her, started driving several hours away to take these courses over several months and I fell in love Mm -hmm. and it became not something that I just wanted to do for myself, but something that I felt that other women just like me could benefit from. Mm -hmm. So it actually ended up turning into a career Mm -hmm. and just out of the blue, not knowing that this is where the universe was taking me. Oh, I love that the signs were there, like the influence from your mom early on. They're sort of like activating you and then and then having that connection later in life. And also that you came from such a corporate background like me, you know, financial services and law, pretty similar with, with um, that corporate atmosphere. How can you share a little bit about um, how it felt making that leap into like allowing yourself to pivot and to even just explore those other opportunities? It felt really, really good to be able to um, explore, but it also, I also put a lot of pressure on myself 
um, to figure things out. And the more I pressed and pushed, uh, the further I seemed to get away from where I was going. And it wasn't until I tried to just do something that lit me up that I got closer and closer to where I was meant to be. Mm. And now you know as a manifesting generator that that's like such a part of your strategy. <laughs> exactly. And that's all, all the things that light me up. And I definitely am very in tune with that now. Mm. Yep. Yep. So isn't it interesting how like and and I feel like this is um this is this kind of works for everyone, you know, when you want something, allowing it to come to you rather than really going after it, unless you're a manifester, but um really going after it um pushes it away. It does the opposite of what we actually think it's gonna do. And that just goes against everything that our mind is telling us. Exactly. Where we grew up in this masculine, go get it, go do it. Um environment we're being taught that but really as a woman um we're really meant to just lean back and allow and receive things to come to us mm-hmm. um with pushing and forcing and you're right it goes against what we're what we're we think is normal and what we should be doing yeah absolutely so how did um your journey evolve to then bring in both human design and gene keys uh so about I guess two years ago, I, um, I found human design through um, someone I found online and I started diving into it and just became absolutely obsessed with it at the time. Um, and then kind of, you know, let it go by the wayside for a while. And then it wasn't until you and I started coaching again and I had a reading with, with one of um, your people that you were you signed me up for a reading with Tim and it really sparked it again in me. And I had also found Gene Keys probably a couple months prior to that. And he really integrated both of that into the reading. And it was just something that had me in awe. And at that point I knew I needed to start diving deeper and deeper into it. And really shortly after I, I took I signed up for a human design certification and started really diving deeper into gene keys um, and really understanding how they, they both connect um, very beautifully together. Mm. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah. It's just amazing when you're in a human design session uh, and or even just when I was, when I first learned about it on a podcast, um, it was just like, this makes complete sense to me. And it explains explains so much about myself that I already knew on some level, but just didn't give myself permission to really allow myself to live and be in that way. So it's so, it just gives you permission, doesn't it, to be you? It, it absolutely. It gives me, it gave me amazing amount of clarity into who I was and that who I was being and who I was resisting um, being was who I was already meant to be. I was resisting my natural way of being in life. Um, but absolutely, it was. It's almost like a coming home when you start to dive into to these parts of yourself that they're not parts of yourself that um, that are not okay. It's it's a part of you that is natural and beautiful and meant to be there. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that. And so 
Ashley, can you share a little bit about what Gene Keys is? Because that's something that I'm totally new to and um, and I'm, I, some of our listeners may already be acquainted, but I haven't ever had anybody on the podcast talking about Gene Keys. So I'd love to hear from you what it's about and why it's amazing. Sure. So the Gene Keys um, for me is this beautiful self-actualization and realization tool that really brings us um, to our higher destiny. So it's really working through various stages of consciousness. Um, As we do that, we learn to transmute our inner challenges and shadow patterns. And when we can do that, we're going to be able to pull out the gifts and our magic within that. And it was really born from a man named Richard Rudd in 1996, I believe. He channeled the Gene Keys. Um, he also had um, a little bit to do with um, human design prior to this, but he states the gene keys as these 64 layers of, of consciousness and this transformation um, that people go through from these lower frequencies, these shadow patterns, and really integrating, working through them, and really being able to pull out the gifts and the higher consciousness as we go through life. It's not um, a fast track way to get to higher consciousness. It's all about deep inner work and contemplation. Mm. Yeah, I love it. So um, what I'm hearing is that the shadow aspects that are in, do you call it a chart or a profile? So it is um, a hologenetic profile. Okay. Yep. Um, And it contains three uh, sequences within that. So there's the activation sequence, uh, which is your genius, your Venus sequence, which is all about love and relationships, and then your pearl sequence, which is all about prosperity. Mm, I love the names (laughs) of each of those activation pearl and Venus. That's so beautiful. So yeah, there's a focus on the shadow of, of each aspect of the chart. And so what I'm hearing is that it's facing the shadow to, in order to ascend really in your consciousness. Yeah. So it's asking you to dive deep and really embrace the shadow instead of trying to push it down, push it away. It is, um, it's a system that asks you to embrace and love all parts of yourself. So the shadow patterns, because every gift um, is going to contain a shadow. So we really need to embrace all these parts of ourselves um, in order to embrace those gifts that, and that we can unlock as we start doing that deep inner work. Mm, Yes. And so I did a quick look at my um, profile and I, what I read up on just a small aspect of the chart was the shadow aspect for my life's work is, um, is greed and is all about wealth. But I was so amazed by the explanation that's just on, you know, where, where you get the profile that it was about really embracing that I'm motivated by wealth rather than trying to hide that. And rather than seeing it as a bad thing, the more that I say, hey, I can have both these things, the spiritual ascension and the wealth, the more I actually will move forward towards my, you know, highest self. Exactly. It's, it's about embracing it all because we're never going to be completely out of our shadow ever. It's always going to be a part of us. So when we become aware of it and we contemplate it and integrate it into and understand that it's a part of ourselves, um, it becomes easier to 
ascend and really rise into our consciousness and just really um, bring ourselves back into alignment when we when we do sway a little bit too far to um, a lower frequency because now we have this awareness that it's okay and it teaches us how how to rise. Mm, okay, beautiful. And so when someone does a session with you, are you just diving into like an aspect of the chart? Like do you do they go in with a focus? Like how detailed is it? Because I know like with human design, we, there's just so much to go into. So often having a focus like with a natal chart reading as well is really helpful. Is it the same with Gene Keys? So there's lots of different ways that you can tackle the gene keys. Um, typically with a client, I will uh, go into the activation sequence just because the four, um, the four spears are your four prime gifts and it makes up 70% of who you are. And the activation sequence is actually um, your incarnation cross in human design. So um, it's all about talking about what you're here to do, what you have to contribute to this world and how you are being and showing up in this, in this lifetime. So we tend to typically focus most of our time in the activation sequence, because if you're not able to um, transcend and just really um, process those shadow patterns within the activation sequence, the rest of your hologenetic profile is going to feel like you just can't unlock it and you can't really move through it in the way that you want to. Okay. Beautiful. Well, I have to get a reading done with you on my gene keys. <laughs> it's so exciting. Um, and so is there other, like, I know you said there's 64 of the um, different types of consciousness are there in human design, how we have the five different energy types, is there like a smaller grouping like that or not? Um, no, there isn't. It's just meant like the gene keys are 64 gene keys, which also have um, each gene key has six lines mm -hmm. um, and they can show up in different, different ways in your chart. So if you have um a specific gene key in multiple areas in your hologenetic profile, you're going to want to pay attention um, to that number specifically and how it's really connected in multiple areas of your life. Okay. And how has learning about your gene keys um, really supported you in your life and also actually in your business? So learning my gene keys has been, it's been like a coming home to myself. I used to often push down all the parts of myself I didn't like and think, well, there's, you know, people don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I'm trying to raise to a higher consciousness um, by ignoring those parts of myself. But what I realized was that I can't do that unless I can embrace all of it um, and love all of it. And it's really helped me understand where my gifts are why why I've had the challenges that I've had and how to really transcend them and it really shows you where you become magnetic and how to become magnetic and how to um, embrace life in a way that you can be prosperous mm -hmm. and um, really how you're showing up in relationships and 
There's a lot of different aspects to the gene keys, but it also will go into your core wounds and things that happened throughout your childhood. Mm-hmm. So it's very deep. And that's why I say it's, it's just a very deep inner journey um, that it will take you on. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of seeing like going through this process and then, yeah, coming out, you know, the butterfly really <laughs> Yourself to spread your wings and and embody all of you and all of who we are. And I really love the positive um, work around the shadow and seeing the shadow and loving it. And yeah, rather than trying to hide from it and think that it's it's a bad thing because it's always activating us in some way. Our shadow, anyway. Exactly, it's always going to be there. So if we become aware of how it's showing up in our life and how we can really process it in healthy ways Mm. it's going to lead us to wholeness yeah and so when you um, say processing it in healthy ways do you have any like examples of how we can do that just generally when it comes to shadow work so it, it it depends I guess on um you know what the shadow is how it's showing up in your life and things like that. But there are certain gene keys that are directly related to the solar plexus, for example, the emotional center in human design. So when I'm doing a reading, I am integrating human design into it as well. Mm. So if there's emotional um, stuff associated with that gene key, we're going to go into their solar plexus and what's showing up in their human design chart. And they're going to learn how to process their emotions, whether they're, um, you know, they have a defined center or undefined center. Are they taking on emotions that aren't theirs? Mm. Um, Are they magnifying and amplifying that? Or are they in a high making decisions based on, you know, unhealthy states? Um, So we go a little bit deeper into that um, so they can understand it a little bit better. Um, or there's certain gene keys that are associated with open heart centers and that push to do things when it's not healthy for someone or things like that. So I like to be able to um, go a little deeper into their charts. I'll pull both the gene keys and human design. Mm. Oh, I love that. And I was just telling Ashley, everyone, how I'm doing my human design reading training at the moment. And it's just so, so eye-opening learning about these smaller aspects of the chart and I know from um and this was through working with Tim in the past about my I'm a defined emotional solar plexus center and one of the big things he taught me is about not making decisions when I'm in that high (laughs) because I used to love making all of my decisions in like in a summer um in my cycle where I was like in full bloom, feeling like superwoman, I can do absolutely everything. And then I'd make all these decisions for myself. And then any other time in the cycle, I'd be like, I can't keep up with all of the decisions I've made for myself because I was making it from that place of high rather than from the place of cool, calm and collected. And then it was really like fascinating trying to get used to like how calm life can be. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's really interesting. And I'm the opposite. I'm completely open in my solar plexus. So um, my whole family is defined. So I'm constantly pulling everything from them. And I have to take time out. And I have to walk away and go, I, I don't know if this is mine, or this is theirs. And, and being able to understand how to process and release uh, that energy and those emotions. 
And that's directly related to the gene keys as well. So every gene key is related to a gate in human design. So it goes hand in hand. So that's why I like to pull both. Oh, that's so cool. And, um, and yeah, that's super interesting about you being undefined as well. The, um, I've been tell, trying to tell everybody, <laughs> everybody I know who has an undefined center that, oh, you know, everything you're feeling actually isn't yours. It's not like, but, but you are magnifying that. And it's amazing. I have an undefined spleen. And so this, you know, the spleen is all about fear and anxiety. And I was so fascinated by like, okay, most of what I'm feeling is actually not mine in the first place. Although some of my um, gates that I've learned about in terms of the fears that I have brought into this life were really interesting. For instance, one of them is the fear of responsibility. And this is something like so many of my clients reflect back at me as well. And it's, I've had to do a lot of work around it. And it's about uh, really allowing yourself to be your highest, most powerful self and not allowing the fear of responsibility to get in the way of that. And it was, wow, it's just so eye-opening. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. Both of these systems are just incredible tools to help us understand ourselves better and the people around us, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Amazing. So is there anything else about gene keys that we need to know? It's important to understand that you're not going to be able to go through your gene keys and understand it within a week or sometimes even a month. Um, the gene key is just like human design takes time. It takes time to integrate. It takes time to really assimilate and start working through all of these patterns that we have, we have really like taken our whole life to to live through and it takes time to unravel all of that mm -hmm. and really understand that these patterns that we have are serving us in one way or another mm -hmm. but there's also gifts and wisdom and lessons within all of that that's helping us move forward in our evolution yeah well yes permission just to allow yourself to really immerse yourself in the journey of exploring and understanding yourself and allowing yourself the space and time to do so. What exactly. with 2020 being the year that it has been and, um, and all of the, you know, external <laughs> resistance and change and all of the things, um, how have, as you reflect on your year, how have you allowed yourself more, you know, time and space to sort of allow this processing as you've gone through gene keys and dove into human design from a new perspective as a teacher? Is there anything that's really supported you throughout your 2020 year? 2020 has been a very interesting year <laughs> for everyone. Um, we actually started this year doing one-to-one -one coaching with you, Leticia, and I went into this year wanting to elevate my current um, beauty business. And that was like my goal. I wanted to make more money and just elevate that. But what I didn't realize is I was hiding all these parts of myself, these desires that working with you just really allowed permission for myself to 
to claim them. And one of those was I wanted for the longest time to start coaching, but I didn't tell anyone. I, it, I was so closely guarded to my heart. And when I said it out loud to you, it was like permission to finally step into that part of myself and just allowing the universe uh, to support me and trusting in that journey has been really incredible this year, despite all the crazy things that we've gone through. Um, once I decided that that's something I really wanted within one month of working with you, I had two coaching clients mm -hmm. and I didn't even do anything other than claim my desires. So it's really helped me really helped me trust in the universe and that everything is inside um, in going through this year, despite all the craziness. Yeah. So yeah, you were meeting yourself exactly where you're at saying, I don't actually need anything else. I can claim this desire for myself exactly as I am right now. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's a big thing. I think I always say, especially for us women, but I do think it is because our tendency is, look, I need to go and like get more experience and get permission from someone, someone else external to me before I'll allow myself to just be who I naturally am anyway and really recognize that we're so valuable and are able to be of service just as we are. Yeah, that's a really significant realization to have. Big time. And I resisted. I resisted for a long time. I resisted even after I told um, you this and really put it out into the universe. Um, and the more I resisted, um, you know, the more it became this thing that I just had to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How did that show up for you? Was it like an internal thing or was it signs around you? Like how did it show up with that resistance there? It ended up being signs. A lot of people started coming to me and, um, you know, coaching clients or people asking me for advice and, and things like that. And the more I resisted, the more these opportunities kind of showed up in my life. And I was like, okay, it's time to, it's time to realize that I am enough and um, it's time to let go and allow it to, to come as it is. And isn't that beautiful though, because even though the resistance was there, it you still allowed space for the opportunities to come to you rather than like you could have done it a different way where you went out and like, you know, tried to force things and make them happen. But you were you had your resistance and you were like battling with yourself, you know, that that's that's the resistance with our mind. And they're still coming to you. And I think that's really inspiring for people to know that if they're in that resistance, like the opportunities can and will still come. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'd love to know a little bit about, because your holistic beauty um, practice is you did it all like in-person treatments, a lot of in-person things. You had some online stuff. And then this year you've developed more online offerings with your coaching and the human design and gene keys and all the beautiful things you're doing. What have you learned? Like, cause some people come to me and they think I need to either say that I do online business or I have like in-person, you know, events and services and things. And they think that they really like, they're super different. 
Um, what has been your experience with both of those two different forms of your business and how they sort of work together? So when I first started um, really implementing and talking about coaching and online um, offerings and thing like, things like that, I really resisted putting them both together. Um, I thought I needed to have two different accounts and I needed to have two different businesses, um, but it didn't feel good to me. It didn't feel good. And I started actually having clients, in-person clients come to me and say, wow, I really think that's cool what you're doing online and with those readings and this and that. And I'm like, I really want to learn more about that and realize that it's not really so different. My client, my soulmate clients are those modern mystic clients that are interested in the energy work that are interested in the gene keys and the human design and wanting to better themselves. So as a manifesting generator, it's something that having multiple interests Mm -hmm. um, is really important to me. And my clients don't care if it's separate. They want to, they want to see it all. They want to see all parts of who we are. Um, and that's something that I've really had to come to terms with is that they want to see it. They want to see you vulnerable. They want to see you raw. They want to see all of it. Um, and they want to be a part of it. That is so powerful what you've just said there. Yeah. Our clients want to see all of it. They want to see all of who we are. And we think that they don't want to see the shadow side. They don't want to see these aspects of myself that I I am ashamed of because of what this is, what society has conditioned me to believe about myself. And yet they actually do. They want to see all of these things. And that makes you connect and be so much more magnetic with your community. Um, I also love that you spoke about feeling like you um, they were really different and you needed to keep them separate. And I think like this is something that always happens for all of us in all different aspects of life and business. We think it's like when we're trying to figure out how to explain what we do, we will change something slightly and be like, this is totally different. Or we might add a new modality and be like, now it's totally different. And it's like, and you, and it's to someone else looking in, it's so it's, it's the same. It's so similar, but we see it as so, 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 so different. And so, yeah, I, I, well, I guess it's really about allowing yourself to just um, to be all of you and to stop trying to categorize ourselves into all of these different pieces and just um, bring it all together in wholeness. Exactly. And the more our clients see of us, the more that they're going to relate to us, the more they're going to see themselves in us. Mm. You've got so many quotables here, Ashley. I'm going to have to make sure I get them down. <laughs> so good. I love a quotable. Um, yeah, that's so true. And I also I'd love to touch on um, you mentioned, you know, you really you were responding because you're a manifesting generator and generators the same with the waiting to respond. Um, you you had these people asking for things from you. And so you responded to that information and created from that place. And that's how, when we work with our human design strategy, that's how like things get so much easier because instead of trying to forge ahead, we look at the signs around us and then create things from that place. And that can be really difficult if you're someone who loves to forge ahead like me. 
<laughs> but it's where all the power and magic is. So is there anything else that you've really learned about from your human design that has really supported you in your business? With my human design, I think one of the most important things and aha moments were is really I have an open heart center. So an open will center. Yeah. And I have operated my entire life with goals and commitments and trying to prove myself to everyone around me that I'm good enough and I can do it as well as you and I can keep up. And but I'm not designed to do that. I'm not designed to keep a million commitments and to um, have a list of a bunch of achievements that I want to do by, you know, in six months from now, it's not how I'm meant to operate because then the more I try and do that and then I fail and then I start doing it all again and trying to prove myself that I can do something and then I fail because it's not the right way for me. And actually, this is a very key gene key for me um, where my shadow, my core shadow pattern is about failure and it's related to the heart center. So for me, I've really had to learn to do things my way and to show up when I feel lit up, to show up when I feel good and to only ever compete with myself. Mm. That's been a huge lesson for me. Yes. Only ever competing with ourselves. So true. I love that. Um, I, I shared a post about this recently about the only person to, to ever compete with is yourself. And I, so many people resonated with it. And I think that's because that's something that we forget. We, we have to learn that that's, that's the truth. And so in terms of your in the way that you approach things like um, moving forward in on a particular area of your life that you want. So what's your aligned strategy? So I think about what is the overall thing that I want to accomplish and what is the overall feeling within that? Um, and I'm not so much setting myself deadlines anymore like I used to. Um, it's more like, okay, I want to do, um, a podcast this year and I want to do it from a place where I feel lit up and, and I feel aligned in the moment, not trying to force myself to do it. So I, this is something I actually, I said to you at the beginning of this year, um, that I wanted to do a podcast, but I kept putting it off. I kept resisting it. I kept forcing myself, but the more I forced, the more I kind of pulled back and was like, this is not what I want to do right now. Um, so in moments of inspiration and clarity, all of a sudden I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do right now. And I started a podcast a couple of weeks ago and it felt aligned and it felt good. And it wasn't on a, a forced timeline for myself. Yes. So this is what I try and do. I have goals, but they're not, um, they're not forced, especially when it comes to time. Yes. Oh, I love that. And I have to say, like, I do have a defined heart center, but I, I love setting goals and planning as, as you know, Ashley, um, but I don't, I don't have to stick to the plan. And, um, and this is really hard because our mind immediately is attached to the plan and the goals and wants to have them all. And, and I know it's really, really hard. So a lot of people say, well, I just won't have a goal or I won't 
I won't like look at how I could make this possible. And I really think our work is actually in just giving ourselves permission to completely ditch the plan and be present in the moment when the inspiration's actually there. Like, for instance, one of my, my, my roadmap for the rest of the year, I had certain times when I would launch like my um, mistress mind for 2020 or um, create your beautiful biz. But then I didn't feel at the times I'd said that that's when I had the motivation and that I wanted to do it. So I just didn't do it then. And I just waited until I had it to be like, yes, it's time to go ahead. And if, if I never had the inspiration on something, I just wouldn't do it. I'll just leave it. And, and maybe that's not something, probably it's not something to do, but it's not the right divine timing. And that's something that I've really loved learning through um, what I've been learning about human design is that when we have the motivation for something, that is the divine timing. That's when we move forward. Exactly. Yeah. And as a manifesting generator, you're gonna you're gonna generate energy when you're lit up. You're just you're it's gonna be unlimited. But when you're not inspired, when you're not lit up, you don't have unlimited energy yeah. to do things. So it's it's so important to be able to follow those body sacral responses and do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And that feels so scary when we're in the world that says, what? You're going to just let your body lead you. <laughs> you, know, you don't have like, you're not executing the plan perfectly. And, you know, that's just not how we work. Is there anything in terms of um, like when you were in financial services, were you, did you like, were you um, embracing feminine energy back then in the way that you sort of approached your life or were you more in the masculine energy how was it showing up for you so I think I I kind of went back and forth between both so when I had deadlines and and you know things like that like there are certain sales that had to be uh, achieved by the end of the month and then it started all over again every month was a new month and new deadlines so in especially near the end of the month, I found I was more in masculine, trying to push through, get things done. Um, but I also noticed I wasn't as happy when I was in that masculine. But when I was had a little bit more free time during my day and I was allowing myself to be a little bit more flowy, I found myself more feminine and drawing people to me within that business. Yes, magnetic. And, yes, exactly. and the manifesting generator aura just you know like picking up everyone <laughs> and, and pulling it in yeah that's so cool so powerful I love that even before we understand these concepts like we're always um, dancing with them in our life in in different extremes and different balances and it's really beautiful when we can look back and reflect on how it's showed up and when it's really like when we felt really like ourselves and in balance even before we had this awareness so that's really beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So Ashley, um, I'd love to know in terms of your business journey so far, is there maybe one of each, a top highlight and a top lesson that you've had on your business journey um, so far that you'd love to share with us business owners and aspiring business owners? Um, I would say that a highlight is leaning into my intuition and trusting and trusting that um, I'm always supported. We are always supported no matter what. We just need to lean in and trust that and believe that. 
Um, I look back on my life and see so many instances where I was divinely supported in the moment. I didn't feel like it, but looking back, you see that there are so many times when the universe was just steering me in a different direction in the way that I was supposed to go. So that was a huge highlight, um, especially, you know, when it comes to claiming my desires with the coaching and human design and, and gene keys is knowing that I was divinely supported as soon as I decided to, to claim those desires. So that's a highlight, just being able to, to understand that within myself and that we're very, very powerful spiritual beings and in a physical body. The other lesson um, I really, really learned from starting my business. Um, so I started it in 2019, I believe. And I started it and I was the only person in my area that was doing this unique way of approaching beauty and approaching skincare in a wellness, soul nourishing way. And I caught the eye of a lot of people and I started getting messages from everyone. Um, a lot of business owners, a lot of women saying, how can I do this? Where did you get training? Um, and at this point I started getting massive anxiety mm. and underlying that was like, Oh, there's not enough for everyone. Um, and they're just going to be competing with me. There's not enough for everyone. It was this very lack mindset I was in. And this is where I actually had my first session with you um, way back then. It was a one-off coaching session and it was a lesson I had to learn that um, in this shift in mindset that there is enough for everyone, that um, there's enough to go around and someone can be doing the exact same thing as you, but it's not really going to be the exact same thing as you. They're not going to be you. They're not going to have the same energy as you. They're not going to align with every single person that you align with. And that's something I really had to step back and understand. Um, and it shifted everything from for me because I was having massive anxiety when I was in that state of lack and competitiveness. And that was a huge lesson that there, there really is enough for all of us. And and really, we're all unique. Mm. And yeah, there is no competition with anyone else yeah. ever. And yeah, I, I love I love that you share both of these things here. Um, so important, both both as lessons for ourselves, you know, in trusting out in our intuition, and um, and really allowing ourselves to see the abundance and recognize the abundance all around us. I remember there was a, um, I went to this beautiful talk for, was at my coaching school with um, Emma Milden. She was doing a, a speech. This was when I graduated as a coach and she said something that just was so powerful. She was talking about how people who like you would see as, you know, a competitor, someone who's doing something very similar to you, what about if you actually look at them as people who are like on your team because you both believe in the same things, you both hold the same values, um, you're different, but you are like you have a shared vision that you're supporting each other to work towards. And so what if instead of like, um, yeah, as you said, like seeing that as something that's in competition with you and coming from that lack that it's they're going to take something away, what if you actually hold out your hand and 
see yourselves as partners in this in this journey, whether it's just energetically or whether it's actually saying, hey, I would love to know you because we're a team, like, and especially as solopreneurs where we feel like there's, there is a lot of loneliness, we can create teams by the people around us who are um, interested in the things that we are. So that was really powerful for me as well. Um, but you're right, there is no competition ever. And, um, and as soon as we see that, it does re- alleviate so much of that anxiety and scarcity energy that we're all feeling from time to time. And it's also totally okay if anyone's listening, if you do feel that way. I've certainly felt it in the past, but I can tell you it's so much better not like not buying into that scarcity mentality that sort of puts us against one another as well. And that, and that's it too. And it took me, um, it took me a long time to work through that. Um, I ended up blocking a bunch of people until I was able to really understand that we are all in this together and we're all, you know, we're all in this supporting each other. And eventually I came to that, that really that mentality and that, that feeling that I want to help these women rise and I want to cheer these people on and it, but it took me a long time to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's okay to feel that way and it's okay to, to cheer each other on, but it just, it's, it's tough sometimes to. Yeah. And that's our conditioning. Like it's, exactly. and, and especially as women, I used to love watching <laughs> the, um, the Bachelor and the Bachelorette here in Australia, and I was always fascinated at watching how, like on the um, on the Bachelor, with when all the women were together, how there would be lots of like competition and like you know against againstness, and then with the Bachelorette, the when the guys would come together they were like supporting and cheering each other on and being like, that's so great. And like, like they were a team. And I just found that so incredibly fascinating. And I thought like, wow, if we did this, not only as women, but as humans, all of us, if we really saw saw one another as being in the same team of, you know, humanity together, working together and like, and creating together, creating all this uh, incredible abundance together just by being ourselves that's so much more motivating and is going to help us move forward and be ourselves and show ourselves. And that's just better for absolutely everyone. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing both of those. That's um, I know that so many people definitely feel the competition and the comparison and yeah, something that we need to talk about. And what's beautiful is that it's in our power to change that without needing to change anyone else around us. Um, and yeah, and the journey, and, and it will take as long as it needs to take to really be able to make that shift. But seeing it within ourselves first is is the first step. So yeah, really beautiful. Okay, Ashley, um, is there anything, I'd love to know how working together, we worked together one-to-one at the start of 2020, which just seems like a lifetime ago, as we were saying, and probably the best time given everything that happened throughout 2020. Um, How did working together, you've mentioned a couple of things, but is there anything else you wanted to mention about how working together has supported your business journey? I liked when we worked together, I really liked the the one-on-one support to know that I had you in my court, even when I was resisting all the things. And, (laughs) and, um, it was, 
it really brought out these things that I was hiding um, within myself and just allowing me to evolve and grow in my own, my own slow time. And um, 2020 was, has been, you know, an interesting year, but it was almost like the push that I needed to move to the online space and make those changes and having your support was, you know, is really, it's really amazing to have someone that can cheer you on and be there for you and um, help you become aware of what you're not quite seeing yourself. Yes, yes, totally. And we all need spaces like that, right? Because we can't see what we can't see. Exactly. And Ashley, I just want to like clarify. So is, are there any, like, are you ever second guessing yourself now about the work that you're doing, like either online or as a coach? Like what does it, or do you just feel like, I'm just so glad I did this. <laughs> uh, no, not second guess myself. I'm, I'm so glad that I, I jumped when I did. Yeah. Um, 2021 is going to be a huge focus on coaching, especially integrating the human design and gene keys, um, just creating shifts. Um, because I have really felt that within myself this year, especially and how it just can really feel like you're fully seen and fully heard. Um, when you can integrate, you know, having a coach and having these tools, um, at your disposal. Yes, absolutely. That's so, and it's so beautiful having someone even just doing the reading, like looks, feel like they're seeing into your soul. It's just so activating and amazing. Okay. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and having this conversation with me. It has been so beautiful working with you and just seeing you continue to grow and grow and grow in your own unique beautiful way magnetic way I would say I always think of you when I think of the word magnetic I think of you and um and I also just want to um, ask you how can everybody connect with you from here um so I want to say thank you so much for having me on it's been a pleasure um you can connect with me either on instagram at uh, citrine skin and soul um, or my website at citrineskinsoul.ca. Uh, and there's more information about doing readings, Gene Keys and Human Design, um, as well as my in-person and online um, treatments. Awesome. And we're also going to share a special um, offer that Ashley is offering to all of our podcast listeners. So we'll be sharing that in the show notes to this episode to everybody if you're interested in working with Ashley make sure you check that out and um, and we'll share all of the details there and once again Ashley a big thank you for coming on I adore this conversation and I'm excited to get my gene keys session can't wait thank you Leticia. so there you go my beautiful friends i hope you enjoyed this wonderful conversation with ashley and a big thank you to ashley once again for coming on and sharing all about jean keys and her business journey with us all see everyone how powerful it is just 
listening to the stories from people of what they've learned along their business journeys, challenges and highlights. We all have so much incredible wisdom inside of us just through the experiences that we have. This is why the number one thing that you can do in your business is just have a go, right? Just try things out because it's through those experiences that we learn. And then we get to have a conversation like this on the podcast and learn from one another. So conversations and constantly being in conversation with ourselves about what have we learned along our business journey? What have been the top highlights and why? What have been the top challenges and and why? How did we actually get to where we are today? These are questions to ask yourself and to ask them regularly. Do Doing that will help you to see the lessons that you have had right in front of you throughout the life and the business journey you've had thus far. We all have so much valuable information just through our experiences. So everybody, let's continue this conversation, which is so valuable over on Instagram or in the holistic business community. If you're not yet in the community, just go to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash community or take a screenshot of you listening to this episode right now. Let us know your top takeaways, contribute to the conversation. Let us know, do you know Gene Keys? Is it something that you're interested in? And tag both Ashley and I over on Instagram stories at Citrine Skin and Soul and at Letitia Ringe. And let's continue connecting and learning from one another. As mentioned in the episode, you'll find the special discount code to have a Gene Keys reading with Ashley over in the show notes for this episode. Just head to LetitiaRange.com forward slash podcast to find the show notes and you'll find the discount code there. And a reminder for anyone who'd love to work with me on starting or growing your business in 2021 and beyond, head to LetitiaRange.com forward slash starting to find the different ways I can support you if you're starting a business or making sales for the first time in your business. And otherwise, if you're growing a business, head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash growing, and you'll find the ways that I can support you there. All right, everyone. I am wishing you all a beautiful, wonderful, and expansive year ahead, simply being you. And I look forward to more continued, inspiring conversations together, and I'll see you in our next episode. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letitiaringe.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.